Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We don't know what the title of this one is going to be yet because I have not decided. <laughs> I just know that I want to chit chat a little bit about 5D mysticism, being a functional adult, those of us who are securely attached, and how easy it is to be here for those of us who have love and compassion in the forefront so we don't have trust breaks. And we understand, thanks to the updated new information on being a person, how those who don't know that it is not, that love is too good to be true. So when you meet consistent, contingent communication, uh, no, no, it's true, but that some people are not securely attached. Okay, so we talk always about a lot of things, anybody who is new. But if you are a person who believes in the devil or demons or evil in the way of ancient texts, then you're not on the right platform. So I'm a mystic and I do channel guidance and I love tarot, Akashic record readings. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm also working to finish up my holistic um, life coaching and meditation teaching certificates. I want to integrate everything, but my priority are our lovely episodes and the masterclass with self-regulation in the forefront, so emotional regulation building skills. And so on that note, I have a lot of things to do and sharing information is the first of them because it's helpful to those who are curious about their own life and being able to just know about topics from a securely attached perspective. Okay, so one, we will know how to handle people who are liars. That's the word that we know of inside of our hearts. When we meet a person who has a trust break and they don't know it, uh, we don't call them liars because we understand immediately as they begin to be inconsistent that something's off. But we're not going to look into it either because we're just enjoying life with people. Now, it is heartbreaking to find out that there are those with motives that are not very kind, but it is also heartbreaking to know those very same people have trauma and attachment wounds, and they have human suffering in their body. So on a scale, I will say and share with you all that it is not angering to figure out if you ever do that there are those who actually, with all their might, try to be, in a way, putting actual emotional turmoil inside of you, quote-unquote. And what I mean by that is that there are people who actually have the three-year-old spiteful, but it's because they're teenagers angry at their zero-one-year-old, and again, uh, they have trauma. So... On that note, we feel heartbroken, sad. We can have semi-collie mode, but it's not in the way of how dare you disrespect me once you're an adult. Obviously, as a teenager, we all go through the how dare you disrespect me, and you figure out like, wait a minute, they don't disrespect me. I'm my own self. I have my own worthiness right here. So as you move into true adulthood emotionally, and that's flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. That's an adult because that's integration of the brain. And that's the only time you can be a functional adult emotionally is when you know how to be in your human being left and right mode brain, have them communicating together. And on that note, you also know how to 
regulate your nervous system. So you learn and know how to be in a state of what's called equanimity. The individuals who don't know how to navigate equanimity, they think of it as indifference, but we're not indifferent. And oh, on that note, I'm a solo polyamorous person. And so when I share that with people, they get really confused. <laughs> and I try to explain. But what I wanted to touch upon is they think of people who love many as people who don't love at all. And so this, again, is something that they use ancient texts for, but also what they don't understand that they don't see is that they're navigating life from their actual nervous system engaged in a safety behavior when it comes to aspects regarding love. And so they are only in a state of ease to be their quirky self with one human being on the face of this planet if they're mononormative, and really if they're monogamous without cheating. So if they're already a monogamous person who cheats, well, they just could have gone polyamory, but they decided not to do it uh, the ethical way. And there you go. So if you're quoting to me ancient scripture or <laughs> how a person who loves many is indifferent, I'm not usually going to say anything about it because I'm going to know you don't know what love is because you obviously haven't checked in with a lot of things. So on that note, lifestyle choices are choices for reasons. Your mindset as well can be yours to choose and you can expand conversations beyond your own familiarity if you're a grown up which is where we are at with our 5D collective. So we're able to talk about polyamory and monoamory without insulting anyone. So people who, for example, I've seen on forums in the polyamory community who are like, ew, it's gross, polygamy. I'm like, okay, that's not necessary, children. <laughs> Why are you being not nice? So all people have a level of emotional charge towards things that they can like or dislike. If you're a grown-up, you don't throw, you don't project your emotional likes or dislikes. Of course, with your crew, you talk about those things, right? My point is you don't actually specify as if it's a truth. So when I, when I say this, I try to explain it because when I hear people say, no, no, but it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. If in your heart, you know that you and I are the same, and that I can be polyamorous and you can be monoamorous and that equally we both love because you love in your subjective experience way and I love in my subjective experience way. And in your body and in your heart and in your mind, as we conceptually exchange notes, you can stay fun and you're relaxed and you're at ease. Okay, I'm describing this because, see, here's where when we have charges, we have not matured our way of being able to expand on things yet. We all can get passionate, but there are areas, so like I know there's plenty of probably areas that I don't have any idea that are able to be moved into more emotional maturity because I don't actually have people that I talk to in a way of being, how can I say this, um, in the way of exploring a bunch of topics because most people are not wanting to talk. They want to prove their points. So they're adaptive children who are wanting to have a debate. I don't want a debate. I, I want to have a conversation. If I have to have a debate, I, I, I'm going to be on a de debate team. Okay? And so on that note, for people who enjoy life, debating is not part of a joy 
It's part of what would be a job description for those who want to be debaters. We don't want to debate in our conversation. And when people don't understand that this debate is an adaptive child, because you are in the, not you listeners, but the people who are debating are in their charged teenage state. I remember my teenage state and moving towards flexibility, as I still know I could do more of now if I wanted to, but in order for that to happen, I, Maria, need intellectually and emotionally open-minded, smart people. That means they're stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable. They need to be securely attached whole people. If I meet any educator and any person who is not flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable in their brain, I will know it almost instinctively because as we move through the conversation, the energy of the conversation is going to begin to take a specific turn and I will be uninterested in continuing if that gets in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the word came to me in Italian, but I need to share it in English. Um, if it begins to have a pull, I'm no longer in a dance that is a tango, okay? If I begin getting pulled in a way that is not fun, I know I'm no longer tangling, and therefore I am not interested. Because the conversation, again, for those of us who know ourselves, is something we're enjoying. We're not trying to make it into a debate. Lifestyle is a choice. It is not debatable. My subjective lifestyle choices does not need to compete with yours. The minute my tango turns into you pulling means I'm not actually dancing with someone. You're not wanting to hear what I have to say for real because now you're doing something called enmeshment instead of knowing differentiation and linkage, which means I'm a self and you're a self and we can be intraconnected. There's a we, but there can only be a mui if you accept that we're differentiated. When people begin to pull, they're enmeshing. They're saying, no, no, I'm going to try and get you over here. It's, it's something unconscious. I'm not even going to go down that path anymore. <laughs> Just trying to spell out descriptions that are helpful to those who are here. And so as I was saying, grown-ups can talk about differences if they're emotional and mental grown-ups. When people have personal agendas, it's not something they do on purpose. But if they paid attention to their charge... And if their objective was, I want to enjoy a person that I'm getting to know or chit-chat with, I want to enjoy the conversation, they're going to keep the enjoy tone. If they're going to try and say, I'm proving my conversation, or if they become unaware that that's what they're doing, which is what is most of the time taking place with an adaptive child, and they're not all adaptive children, so sometimes you can present... You know, I'm just saying this is what I'm trying to share. To, and so as you present the differentiation in a way that can be made clear, here's where a person, if they're interested in differentiating and linking, so they truly want to continue conversing and finding out more about the situation, okay, so they're able to be interested and curious to add to food for thought, that's all, they will then take and dance with you, okay? So... It's very easy for people who want to get to know each other to be grown-ups, which is why it's never too good to be true. When we meet love, you always will give it a shot. And when you meet people who do not know how to love and it begins to come forth because of their trauma safety behavior responses, you will know how not to be pulled into something 
And that's because with practice of being an emotional mature person and being yourself, a differentiated self, you learn how to enjoy life with people and in conversations. I'm talking about when you communicate. You know who you are, you know your own book, and you get to find out what other books have to say. If they want to know the fragments of you, then they will be a person who's a healed person and therefore be exchanging a lot of funds and giggles, not judgments, not casting stones and not talking to you about ancient texts and devils or whatnot. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to use some other examples. When it comes to Oversoul, the people who do the whole twin flame, those who actually know of their Oversoul, they don't talk about their loved ones as people that they lose along the journey. This is for 5D mystics, not 4D. 4D, they're in a different spectrum. Those are individuals who do not know about their trauma memory, their safety trauma behaviors, their dysregulated and dysfunctional patterns, and they also don't know about their pseudo-aliveness or their dissociative aspects when they're depersonalizing, derealizing, when they're in uh, basically their re-traumatization situations. They surround themselves with the very stuff that um, yeah leads them places. So I'm going to leave that one to the side because actually I had recorded something, but it wasn't uh, something I chose to share, not just yet. I wanted to share something more into the times with love and respect for each other and our differences with curiosity and the beauty of being mystic, by the way. So connectivity, the beauty of the web. <laughs> And how precious it is to be able to move into the adventure of the seas as we learn that sacred contracts are really amongst humanity with forgiveness, repairing the veil. Oh, group thinking. There you go. Right on point. So repairing the veil, actually, it's funny because when you return home to yourself, that forgiveness is what a person achieves with their own household and figuring out that they were not given a child-centric environment and so to get to that spot there's going to be anger mixed with heartbreak and grief and a lot of it not a little of it and that's because that infant with the adult person there it's going to be something clear how many moments of your life depending on how old you are but how many moments of your life you lived in a very specific hopeless, powerless, I can only imagine. Okay, so here's why when I hear educators telling people that some people are too good to be true, it's like this is the wrong way for you to pose that. It's not people are too good to be true. People have attachment, wounds, and trauma. If a person begins a relationship in a certain way and then they start molding or changing whatever, there's an indication. And, and it's actually much straightforward. It's not about too good to be true. It's you are going to start to figure out by asking questions that there's a challenge for the person to be in a committed, intimate relationship. That's all. And it will be straightforward. It's not about slow or fast. It's just going to be straightforward for a securely attached person, an adult, to just know how to recalibrate. We recalibrate every time a person presents to us that they are afraid of love. It's immediate. 
or every time a person is not in an enjoyable moment with us and they're turning a tangle into basically a pulling. There's not an energy vampire. It's a person who doesn't know how to be their self with a three-year-old whole heart. It's called they have trauma, not the other way around. They have a zero-one-year-old that wants to be soothed. They don't know how to soothe their own nervous system. And they're not learning about the updated trauma and attachment information and applying it to their self. They don't know how to become an independent, differentiated person. That's the way that the mind of a person who learns things and applies it with compassion towards humanity because we're all humans. So when I've met people, again, in my solo poly life, I've led myself here, but I've always been pretty much here. And when speaking about polyamory, even though I didn't have a word, it wasn't something hard for me to begin a conversation with the individuals that it mattered with, okay? So when, when society wants to tease about it, that's a whole different story. I have fun trying to talk to people who are mononormative, <laughs> and especially when they try to say, oh, I bet you, you're traumatized. And so I, I have a giggle inside every time somebody's using that word, because it's like to be traumatized would require a person to not be able to process emotions that arise within their own body. I can manage my panic attacks, people, okay? And here, I don't share that with them either because they're like, ah, panic attack, there you go, you got trauma. (laughs) It's like, okay, maybe, you know what, let me leave it alone, shall I? But no, we we don't actually have, I don't have people like that in my life. But I'm just saying when people use the word trauma because a person's polyamory, it makes me laugh because it's like, wow, you, you seriously can't accept that there are people who love many. Like, I don't even know. Why are you making it your business? that someone can love money. Now, in other cases, this is where it's nice to actually see how people can share their vulnerability with you, which means they're able to see the genuine, authenticness of each other and to recognize their own emotional insecurity. And so they find consistency intimidating. Okay, so this one is a good data point to share. When a person has not had secure connection growing up, they don't have a securely attached example. And so any person who is emotionally and mentally mature, which 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult will be here, people. You will be here pretty much your entire life. But as you mature, it means as you move more and more into using your prefrontal cortex and your ventral vagal nervous system, And I can share, I remember year after year of me moving more and more towards feeling my wholeness and to be like, wow, this is really amazing. So the richness just keeps growing. And it's as you put into practice being able to be yourself and not being ashamed in the sense of your nervous system being like, oh, am I going to be accepted? Am I going to be accepted? Okay, so that's what I mean. And this is not the same as people who come from being three-year-old broken hearts. Because see, a person who has had the beginning of their journey of life as a defectiveness self will have shame, blame, fault, and potentially revenge. So they will have chemistry, the biochemistry of fear and ruminate. And they will use a lot their brain to think and they won't have very important conversations in a vulnerable way. So it means they won't get emotional with people, they won't cry, or if they cry, then they will decide not to ever do it again. Okay, they don't choose to take a leap of faith and say, I'm gonna give it my all to try and make it work with someone, okay? The 
part about trying it all to make it work with someone isn't I'm going to chase you. It is you can't know who I am if I don't consistently show you who I am. And every time I get to show you who I am, you get to show me who you are. Okay, so if a person doesn't know how to speak up and say you're intimidating because your emotions are too overwhelming, okay, or that, that's why that sentence that this lady, too good to be true, it's misleading because you're going to have some people think that a consistently mature, emotionally speaking person, so if I'm able to share my emotions with you and be present and be all of that, the way this lady describes everything she's saying that that's not possible which is where she obviously does not know of the secure attachment functional adult person okay so when you meet anxious attachment it is going to be very clear because the way that an anxious attachment does things is they will begin to insult you and make specific demands of you there's a way that those who do not have secure attachment manage themselves and they will use shaming blaming faulting and revenge modalities because they ruminate they will come at you with an attack, not with let's talk about this. Or with, you know what, here's the data, here's the feelings, here's my story, here's my subjective experience of this shit. And here's what I would want to do. I want us to talk about it. Or I think we could talk about it. And then sometimes you don't even do that though. You just allow yourself to leave it alone because people don't want to talk about feelings and when you figure out that people don't know how to be in their emotions they're not a tango dancer <laughs> you can't tangle if you can't be vulnerable and this is not a game actually so right here it's not a game to be in relationships some people though they don't know that they are playing a game but they do know that they're choosing silence and that in their head though they're thinking things so they could have a second where they say, you know what, I'm thinking a lot of shit in my brain. Maybe I should go and have a conversation instead of sitting in my brain about it. Or maybe I should go to a therapist if I'm having this big of a challenge to get a relationship off the ground. There's many different ways if a person actually wanted to use the word smart effectively, they could use it. Which is if I'm spending so much time in my head making up shit and feeling like shit, well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, I should seek good mental health information. Unfortunately, they find bad mental health information online, by the way. But let's try to make that, you know, go away. Meaning let's bring in those of us who have secure attachment, functional adult life experiences, relationships. We're not challenged by crying it out. There are moments in my life where I've definitely been open and myself and being treated in certain ways did not make me say oh I'm gonna shut myself off from the world and never ever again am I gonna trust a person with my heart ever ever no 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 actually not even close and and when you get gifted by the way for my mystics here the ability to be in a very specific type of relationship. So remember, we talked about this. It was, I think, a year ago or so, or a year and a half ago. I can't, I lose track of time. But there's something special about having relationship with our oversoul. And that's because we know that we get to expand consciousness together. And so we have an opportunity to support each other to move into becoming more of the versions of ourselves we want to be. Okay, so some relationships, they create experiences that bring up a level of emotional and mental challenge. 
and that's the, how uh, can I explain this one? That's what you will feel will have been taken away from you because we don't cancel people from our lives. Remember, we love like the Rumi quote, from our hearts and the essence of us and whose we, those who are mystics, will know of their oversoul and all of our oversoul as forever. So we don't say, because you and I are no longer on a consistent talking basis, you're no longer my friend. And that's also why some of us are embodiments of polyamory. And that's where some people say, well, that's platonic. In solo poly and or just polyamory, platonic love is involved, as is romantic love, as is not romantic love. That's why, again, this entire lifestyle, there are those who just use it in the sense of romantic and sex, but that is not the entire polyamory community. And on that note, when people want to get to know you, they allow you to speak of who you are as you wish. They don't try to tell you who you are and therefore to twist around and say, oh, I know polyamory better than you do. Here, let me tell you what you're not. You're not polyamorous because if you were, you'd have to follow. Here's the box of lists of rules that you have to be. Okay, so again, people who are not being their self are very busy trying to lay out the land. For some reason, they're up in another people's business. They just want to have to define you. <laughs> they need to understand you their way. Uh, that's why we give the three-year-old, give them a four, let them say everything, and there's your mirror. It's like, ah, it's not a mirror of you, though, it's a mirror of them, and they're projecting whatever's within their side, and you get to hear about a piece of life. That's why the right silence comes very easily to us, because we're like, okay, I was actually talking, but it's not important. Okay, so group thinking is what? We are mindful of each other, and we don't need to prove ourselves to people. So we're okay if somebody doesn't want to actually get to know you, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Yeah, some people, they don't really give a shit about you at all. Not in a mean way. It's just they're not, they don't have room. <laughs> they really actually don't uh, have an interest in who you are from the depths of you. And, and see, here's where they don't have to. The part about people not wanting to get to know the essence of a person it's something that is either desired or it's not. And that is why, as I was saying before, when you are a person who's a mystic, you know your oversoul, and they will never ever be not a part of your life because they are people who know your heart. And that's not something that is a muscle, <laughs> the sense of self of you. They know the essence of who you are. They will have perceived it, and what they will have done with it is not for us to know, but we will know that we have been seen. And here's where if they are not desiring to be emotionally supportive, then we will, in those moments of emotional shares, not get the ears that will soothe us. So we will not get a safe haven, secure base. And that is why, as I was saying, love for a person, one, it's our nature. But two, when we're equating it to people, if you're a mystic, you know of your oversoul. And so being seen with the essence of you in the forefront is going to take place with people who are of your own oversoul. And it's, in, it's, it's pretty much, I use the word instinctive, but it's, it's, a, it's not instinctive, but it's, you'll know it. You'll know it almost immediately, and in time, you will see as it plays out. And the part about being also 
in the Enlightenment soul age group as a mystic is already knowing about the infinite plane of possibilities and how people get choices and that we are each other's choice points. And this is also why we know we don't affect states of consciousness. And that is why love does not change people. People choose who they want to be when love is presented to them. So a love will change a person, quote unquote, if the person welcomes what is a safe haven, secure based connection. And if a person has trauma memory lingering and attachment wounds and they have a defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, and more, and they're the, I'm going to protect myself because all these people didn't show up. You're too good to be true. And I'm going to turn it around and make it to be not so. And I'm going to go and play out my usual pattern. And I'm going to disregard everything else. So yeah, that's the sad part is people have love in front of it and in front of them, excuse me, and they choose their default mode but they call their default mode life. And here's where when you have educators who promote suffering as having to be a part of growth, it's not true. When you have emotions and you don't suffer with emotions, let me spell this out. I have had a lot of very deep emotions. And, and this is where I come to share that perspective. When you're not overwhelmed by your emotions, you have not had a breaking window of tolerance moment. So while we do build charge states throughout our years, and here's where the freeze response to me makes a lot of sense for me, Maria, my baby body, because I'm a scaredy cat. And then being a mystic with Claire's, I also know about the expansion of my energy body. Now I can put that one to the side because it's not provable. But what I'm trying to say is when somebody says, oh, you're polyamorous because you've had failed relationships, because that's essentially where they put into the mix stories for some of those. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I never used the word failed, so I don't understand why you're using it. But people will use their own perspective. So, for example, when people have disagreements, people that are in duality will think of it as, oh, so you're disappointed. Well, disappointed a little bit. Yes, a little bit. No, depends how much of a mature person you've become. And this is why it's gradual, the ability to expand your consciousness and to embrace all with this emotion of equanimity. Your spirituality awakening is something that is you becoming restorative embodied self and integrated brain. It's you becoming the optimized, healthy version of a human being. That's all this is. And I do know all the stories from the past, but what I'm trying to say in here, this is all for people who have an easy relationship with emotions. We have people who don't, and we have people who fall within the categories that are clusters that need good therapists to tell them, hey, you're not from the devil or the demon. Your brain structure works a certain way. Here's what we have found. Here's how we can help you. They, at the very least, have the right to hear about the opportunities of long-term, though, good therapists. And those are the therapists who will see them as whole independently from their diagnoses, independently from their nightmare stories or whatever horrible shit may have taken place and it's because they know that if they are in a specific diagnosis situation they will have a way to prove those good therapists what took place and how to help a person this is what the proof is within those who have healed from disorganized attachment and dissociative identity disorder, borderline personality, individuals that have went to good therapists though, not the ones who are going to the ones who label them 
and not the people who are using diagnoses and using their lists of attributes and saying, yes, beware of us, we're evil, we're this. Or we're not evil, but use the traits, use the traits here. Here's how we're going to get our power back. So people who are using their cluster to destigmatize, some of them they're not destigmatizing because they're not aware that their list of attributes stem from a person who was not held in a state of it's okay to be you. And again, this is the part of what is provable by the good therapist. I'm not them. I, I'm, I'm an in-between and I support people with personal development for those who want to move into their wholeness and then to, yes, create a voice that inspires human potential and says there is not this devil evil shit in the way that you will have heard from the ancients. It's not to deny people's belief systems. I'm not talking about belief systems. Not my material. I'm not a theologian. I'm not a religious institution person. No, my name is Maria. I'm at most a, what, consultant, content creator, online entrepreneur. My name is not associated to let me tell you what biblical, no, you go to those people if you want the biblical text people and you want resources. And that means you should go really study all the texts from the ancient times, but realizing that you're staying in history, please. As a mystic, I can talk to you all day long about the in-between and thank goodness for people like Patrick McNamara, he's a neuroscientist that proves there's no demonic possession. When you look at the charged parts and how the brain protects the infant the child who's in a household where they will have had the first seven years of their life terror, their brain protected them. And this is what brings about dissociative identity. And they will change that word eventually. And the ancient people who don't like it, well, too bad. You should learn about attachment trauma from the good educators. Wait till you learn all of it, though, please. Don't, don't, you don't, don't you speak until you've taken every single fucking course out there imaginable and then once you're done with all of that go to neuroscience too then please go to biology once you're done with a couple of that then go to physics please before you speak your mouth on being a human go and learn about a lot of different topics and and then once you're done with all of that then you can come to me i didn't even know half of what i know today and i still know so little but i knew one thing in my heart and that's where I'm going to leave this one alone because every time I think of those institutions, I think of the disservice and the actual falsities that they speak from their mouths. And the only person that I need to tell that to is the person that I told. So I stand and remind people that all of us are humble pieces of flesh. And that if you don't understand that sciences can prove that a person does not have a demon inside of you, that's your shit, not mine. Go with, be with the flat earthers, please. And how about you stop teasing them or, you know, stop making other shit up in your asses because <laughs> the hypocrisy or distance here, whichever one it is, it's like, okay, I can hear your mouth running. Uh, I don't hear a brain in, in the behind. I hear a nothingness. No, I hear that it's a person who doesn't actually pause to reflect before they speak. So for those who want to talk about being human, I always have thought of something. If you can't love being a human, you don't love yourself because you're human. If you don't know this, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and the usual answer is like, well, no, Maria, it's different. You know, here's the funny part. When my friends and I would talk about friendship and they'd be crapping on all these people or they'd be like, I'm all alone. I'm right here with you. But you, you don't count. You're different. Okay. <laughs> That's supposed to make me 
okay, I guess then, so here's where again, love doesn't help anything because when you are being a person who's present, the person who doesn't understand that their attachment system is a zero one year old person who's owning the body. You know what happens when I explain to people how they could regulate to their ventral vagal? They roll their eyes, some of them, others of them, they don't roll their eyes. And even if they roll their eyes, some of them, they have to put up with it so much, but then they eventually get to see in their time how it works good because we're all a nervous system and a brain. That's, that's why. I'm not actually spelling out anything that is um, something that you intuitively have the ability to access, but being explained the psych education helps all people to understand it, understand what you feel in your body. Because see, there are a lot of people that can feel their body, they just don't have the interest, which makes sense. We, we share with each other information. So as I was trying to get to something else, I know that I left you hanging with one of the stories, but I, I lost it. Um, when you meet people who are open to who you are, ah, yes, the oversoul, we get back. So when we're gifted, the ability to be connected to those who can see us, it's a very beautiful, cherishable connection because it expands you. It expands you to have the sense of self of you welcomed by another. And that sense of self is your three-year-old people. <laughs> it's not your zero one. So the zero one is when you are able to have relationships independently of people needing to be in your life a certain way, which is always if you're a securely attached person. Okay, so if you grew up with a whole three-year-old heart, all of your relationships are bonus. That's why we don't do drama. We know direct communication. We tell you how we feel. We won't have a issue with being vulnerable, even if you use that information in a way that we will most likely be upset about. Meaning when people, they lie or they, you know, want to basically not want to, but they project and they play out their um, spiteful energy stuff when they're in their human suffering bit. Because the anxious attachment style person, for example, or the avoidant, or the fearful avoidant or fearful anxious, they all have unsafe modalities when they feel threatened. When they're emotional, they feel threatened. So they will use that low self-esteem, indirect communication, passive-aggressive, manipulative, and not boundaries, meaning they don't know how to be compassionate. They will do the gaslighting or the ghosting um, the gaslighting is a very specific way that we notice it, but we don't call it that. A securely attached person will just be like, I don't know what you're doing, but it's not, it's not where it's, <laughs> I know who I am and I know what I speak and you don't, I don't know what you're speaking. So, you know what, we'll just, we'll drop it. Let's drop it. Shall we drop it? Cause it's better if we drop it. That's, that's it. You're, you're, uh, you're only going to get a no, but okay. So let, let's let it go especially if people don't know how to talk. And if a person is gaslighting you, you better bet that they are most likely going to be a potential avoidant, is what I'm going to share, because that's where they don't have a relationship. They're not necessarily disconnected completely, okay? And remember, there's always different degrees, and it would be a person who needs to figure this out for themselves if they want. But when I say avoidant, it's because they don't know how to handle their emotions and being vulnerable with another person. 
So they will gaslight in an effort to disengage from having a serious conversation. And sometimes it will be instead of gaslighting in a way of trying to emotionally hurt your feelings because they're hurt and they just got spiteful like a three-year-old does. And that's why we don't find it at all in any way, shape or form hurtful. I was a teenager when I figured out what people were doing with this spite thing. And I, I don't do spite, although people will say you're being spiteful or you're being um, mean because I will know how to use my words because I've always played with words, but not in a way of wanting to use them to manipulate in a way of I use words. I love language. Why wouldn't I? Why would I not use words? But this is also why for a person who's an adult, you can understand that you will be seen by some people in one way and others could define you as another. By the way, my lovely mystics, here's the other inconsistency of 4D land. Did you ever notice that there's the majority who talk about being angels and prophets and da 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 da? Let's put to the side the people who want to embrace the dark arts, shall we? Which by the way, they shouldn't call the dark arts, but let's put that to the side for a minute. Because I know all about that stuff, and, and that stuff none of it has any type of power to energy. And it holds power. It's the same body as they just meaning they believe in it like math. And so it's exchanging and that plane as a reality. The minute that you are relating to the plane of imagination as one that cannot ever in any way, shape, or form touch you, you began to create a relationship that says, even if something comes near me and I feel the wind on my face, I will know that you're wind and you cannot touch me. You have no power in this plane of existence. The minute you're working with your brain in a certain way, if you're smart, and some people, they don't work with it that way. No, no. Oh, and they go ahead and fill their brain with a lot of other shitty shit. Well, let's think you're vibing in that shitty shit, which means you're not actually practicing to put your nervous system in a space that is more optimal. You're vibing at a low vibration and you're filling your head with those images and those stories. Let me think how your sleep is going to go tomorrow. Hmm. I'm not sure it's going to go that well. You don't have to watch happy stuff either. I'm just making a point. Okay. So when you meet people who are actually thinking of anything you're not going to be bothered with if they if they want to think you're mean they're going to think it if they're going to think you're nice whatever who gives a shit i know i don't give a shit about being approved are you gonna oh i got picked oh well how thank you thank you so much no the only time we're going to care if we get picked is because we picked you and i know it sounds egoic but the point is any person who knows their self yeah I got an ego. It's called Maria. I know what my interests are. I ain't going to pick you if I don't want to play. And if you treat me in any way, shape, or form that I don't like, you're not picked. But if I see that you treat me right and I treat you right, that we have fun together and that we're enjoying each other, I'm going to pick you. It's actually very simple. And if behind the scenes, though, there's an agenda, I won't figure it out. I don't need to. It'll come out. And if that agenda involved in any way, shape, or form, eventually something that was lying, deceiving, I'm not going to give it two more of my thoughts because you don't mean anything more or less. You're still the same person that I said. You're a great person. I like being around you. you. You just made some choices. That's all. I know all about you now. Now I know that you're deceitful. You're a liar. You're going to do whatever it takes to get or that you don't know how to talk. Whatever it is that you are putting forward, I will know all about it because you've just played out your whole 
three-year-old self like I have. So we know each other. Hoo-hoo, let's clap it out. Shall we clap? That, that, that. Who wants the floor today? Which one of the many people wants the floor? So but my point is you, you're not going to hide. Nobody hides in plain sight. The only people who think they can hide are the same children who don't know that they can't hide because we all have a nervous system and we're all an embodied brain. And so on that note, it's very sad when you see people who don't know that they are the effectiveness shame cycle and a defectiveness shame button. It's a heartbroken three-year-old that didn't get loved and that they could get out of it. On another note, uh, it's not our business to tell anybody any of this because if they want to get into their ventral vagal nervous system, they will because there's good psych educators out there. So if they're done crapping on humanity and using the devil as an excuse or whatever it is that they're making up in their brains, they're going to learn about being human 101. And they will learn how to get out of, uh, you know, the body that has suffering. If they don't want to, then they're going to keep learning half-ass shit from half-ass educators that use stereotypes and generalizations. Because the only time you're looking for a stereotype and a generalization is when you've stereotyped humanity because apparently you think they have some limit. And some of us know there's no limit. Nope, there's only your limit, and we get tired of, no, we don't want to get punched in the face <laughs> since I was a kid. Uh, kids don't like to be told something, and I was like, you know what, I think that they're probably right. I really shouldn't say this to people because that's ah, not nice to say, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, <laughs> you're, you're, the no, I, I wouldn't do that, but I definitely <laughs> made it a point to be like, I don't understand, <laughs> you're human too. No, you're not. You have an ego. No, you don't. Really? Okay. Well, I guess I have an ego. I know I'm not going anywhere with mine except for where I want to go. Oh, yeah, you're not on my list of friends. Uh, you won't know about it, though, because you won't care to know about it. So people that don't make the friend list, they'll never find out because we don't really say, hey, let me, let me flag it to you in your face. Let me come throw you. I don't like you. That, that would be not very nice. And why would you go tell somebody you don't like them? What's the point, people? What's the point? Okay, so if you have healthy self-worth, you just know, I want to hang out with people who are fun. Everybody wants to, don't you? Which is why when people say, you're a snob. No, I'm not. I'm not a snob. I don't think I'm better than other people. I just know that intellectually and emotionally, there are certain things that are of interest, and that means people who like to live life, not the ones who crap on it all the fucking time. Oh, yes, and no, I, I'm not interested in people who have nothing to speak about and they're only wobbling around the room somewhere. Like, what is that for? Uh, and you're doing very much harm to your body, and I don't want to have to watch that because, yeah, that's not nice. I can't tell you to stop drinking as much as you are, so I'm not going to watch you get old and, you know, your liver get fucked up, and I already had to put up with that one at a certain point in my life. It was not fun to see. No, no, it was heartbreaking. must say... A lot of people, though, they think they're smart, uh, yeah, and you will know that they're not the minute that they're uh, not self-sabotaging. They're just living out their shame cycle because they didn't get a handle on the good psych education because there wasn't any back then, but now we do have it. Thank goodness for the good psych educators. And on that note, I will keep on <laughs> reminding my lovely listeners because you're the community of people who know the difference. So I have all the respect in the world for all people. I know the bad psych educators are out there for the ancient silverbacks, and they get to keep doing limited consciousness. I'm not here for limited consciousness, people. I'm here for those who want to be unlimited. 
And that means our group thinking has forgiveness, repairing the veil, because yes, the veil was never broken. And for some people, when it was broken, they have moved back into being their restorative embodied self, Purusha Prakriti. So they're curious about all of their contracts with their entire oversoul, and they move towards the adventure of connectivity with the internet, with AI, with technology. None of it is bad, not polyamory, not the different lifestyle choices. We are not ancient silverbacks. We are not using ancient texts. The mystics of the 5D plane do understand that there are aspects that are, what, energy, excuse me, dark, dark matter, dark energy, I forgot. Did I not mention that energy is not something that can hurt you? Yes, it can bring about healing, but the part about miracles, let's leave that to the side, please, because science, one, is miracles at work, and those other miracles that some of you are thinking about, that's for other, other stuff. Let's not get lost in that space, shall we? We're, we're talking about personal development here. Personal development means you're ready to want to become more of you. Inner growth is the mindset. Infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences the objective, which leads you to your inner and outer well-being because it's integration of your brain, restored embodied self. You're moving to learn how to emotionally regulate you and be a securely attached person, your own safe haven, secure base. So you want to have independent relationships. I'm talking to grown-ups. Life-sensitive people, not the ego-sensitive ones. The ego-sensitive won't be back. We already know that because they have some ancient silverback who's telling them exactly how to be in the world that they want. I don't know what they're teaching them, but it's okay. We don't need to follow. Actually, I do know. It's all the stereotypes from yesterday. That, that's what it is. So on that note, for love, those of us who love as our lovely three-year-old, open-hearted, spontaneous people, we always have fun. We always see each other. And this is the part that's going to make the collective of the 5D mystics, enlightenment and functional adults, not all in one and the same necessarily, but those of you who have compassion in the forefront and your humanity is alive, you're your Zen master and you are able to know how to look at someone as whole because every person is whole. So you are whole. If you're not there yet, when the master class is out, it will be something you can add to your own putting it into practice and get there in your own time. The inner growth mindset, there's the main modules, the free ones online, and those are good for a part of what I get to now share with you, thanks to me having updated my educational certificate curriculum. So I'm attachment informed, trauma informed, all these words. And the master class will enable you to navigate that nervous system but what is important to note is that it is easy for you and if it is not that we will want to have a chit chat about it that's all because i do take very seriously the integration of your brain and i know it's possible because i'm learning about it and the restorative embodied self and that's also possible and i also know about it and i know that trauma memory is very painful and that dissociative aspects involve depersonalization, derealization, out-of-body experiences. They involve uh, aspects that are important. That's all. So you want to take it step by step. There is no, there is no magic wand. There is no uh, speeding up the process. And there's many grown-ups in classroom that ask the same questions. I want the magic wand. I want, they, they literally don't know how to hear the professors who are therapists. They, 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 I was shocked in one of my recent ones. I was like, dude, seriously, fuck, what, what, what is this? How old are you people? 
I can understand being desperate, meaning really, really wanting to get somewhere. What I don't understand is how you don't understand physically in your brain an explanation that is provided to you. Okay, so that you want to believe in yourself, one. Okay, why are you trying to speed up a process that is you processing emotions that took place in your life? Don't you understand? You know, it's a, it's a mathematical breakdown. Your body can only sustain the emotions that you can mentally sustain, which means you need to stay grounded in reality. If you're dissociating, it means your window of tolerance was overwhelmed. So again, once a person gets it explained, if they're not understanding it, there's urgency and desire that's understandable. However, the adult in the room, who's the one taking the courses, should be the one who can be the adult saying, hey, it's okay. Of course, we want to get there sooner than later, but let's take it step by step because that's how our body works. It didn't get built in one moment. <laughs> it's like Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay, and on that note, when it comes to just being you, I'd say there's nothing more beautiful than knowing you have the tools right there in front of you and the support. So, like I said, I understand urgency and I understand people wanting more, but it's not easy for some bodies. That's what I'm trying to say. So for the bodies that it's easy, it's great. For the bodies, if you'll be part of the master class and you find it challenging, I want you to understand and reach out. And we want to make sure people understand that it's not failure, no shame. It's called a window of tolerance and every body can only sustain so much. So if you can understand the math, attachment system, societal system, brain development. If you were given, unfortunately, a household where you had a broken three-year-old heart, it's going to take that time to get you, first of all, to be your adult self, then to work through your charge parts, your child parts, then to find it in your knack to be equanimous. Okay, that's all. So let's take it step by step. If you have people who love you and who participate, who are patient, who are your buddy, they say, hey, this is dysregulated. Hey, you're projecting. Hey, 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 I'm going to tell you right now. You need to, no drinking for you tonight. Nope, you told me not to nag at you, but I'm going to tell you, okay? This is why it's, it's, a, it's a choice by people who are motivated to get out of their dysfunctional, dysregulated patterns that they didn't choose as infants and to take it step by step because the time will come where you might be pissy at your household. And that's the moment that you can have. There's Patrick Tiahan with his group of childhood trauma survivors. That's a really great community for you to join. But you also have people who are ooey gooey gooey and who you can turn to just for hugs. But no, we don't get pissy. So we don't get pissy in our pants. So if you're pissed at the world and you want from those of us who are in the 5D mystic enlightenment functional adults group to be pissy with you, we can't feel that. We can't feel angry. Okay, and, and this is something I'm spelling out because some people will want someone who has that same energy. We don't have it. We don't have the, oh, I need to correct you. No, because we don't need to correct, but we didn't live powerlessness that way. Okay, so understanding anger protects you and that if there are certain circumstances that you want more of, it makes and can make sense doesn't mean you have to get rid of our group, the IHP, but I'm saying this is something you can become aware of. When I see some of my friends, they're like, ah, I don't want to be around you. I can tell. <laughs> they will say it's not true when they're in a good mood, when they're wanting to make sure I don't feel offended or whatnot. And I tell them I'm not offended. I, but the ones who know that I'm not offended, they're like, yeah, sometimes I don't want to be around you. 
the not wanting to be around gooey ooey is because of this aspect of, um, again, the zero one-year-old being reminded of something. So just being patient with oneself and knowing that every sensation has a reason for being there. Self-regulation comes in time with your dedication to it. It's your journey as a person. It's accessible with the right group of people, the right tools. All of it is available in 2023. Thank goodness. Okay, so let's not use the ancient silverback stories, please. Let's allow ourselves to take it step by step. We'll be back again with more. Have a great day.